you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Trump eyes Nevada for third consecutive victory. Even if it happens, so what? It's not, I mean, so what? I mean, ask Paul Songas. Well, you can't. He's dead. Uh, but, uh, but you can go back and take a look at, at how important three straight wins in the primary season was. Uh, you can look at a million different people for that. I, I think Songas won three straight. Might not have been three consecutive, but he won several. He won a lot. In fact, for a while in the 1992 election cycle with uh, Clinton, it's interesting to look back at that and see how weak a field that was yeah. for the Democrats. It was unbelievably weak. You had, you know, Paul Songus, a senator from Massachusetts, very few people had ever heard of. You had Tom Harkin from Iowa. Wasn't uh, uh, your guy in that one? Uh, your favorite uh, Gephardt? Dick Gephardt? Gephardt was not in that. What? That's how weak a field it was. Gephardt wasn't even in you, it. That's true. You would not have referred to it as weak <laughs> no. if Dick Gephardt was in uh, it. It would have been powerful, man, if, if Gephardt was in it. From the heartland? Dick Gephardt? you kidding me? Uh, here we go. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> former Mayor Larry Agron. I don't know who that is. That's probably a minor candidate. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerry Brown. California. Oh, Jerry Brown. Mm-hmm. Bill Another Clinton. weak candidate. Uh, governor from California who's run 38 times. Uh, Bill Clinton, of course. Clinton. Bob and Bill Clinton, by the way, bad candidate at the time. Like, yes. He, he, oh, now terrible. Now we look back oh at him. Gosh. He was president. He won two terms. Terrible. He survived scandals, but he was a, a small state governor that no one knew. Exactly, and he came into the race with one point seven percent. Wow. One point seven percent. Bob Kerry of Nebraska. Bob Kerry of Nebraska. Come Tom, on, man. Tom Harkin of Iowa. Right. Paul Songus of Massachusetts. You yep. forget about how strong Songus was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. You do. Uh, he wasn't. Douglas <laughs> Wilder of Virginia, who actually wound up being really a... Uh, Douglas uh, Wilder. Uh, he, uh, kind of a... He was against Obama later on in life. Um, was he? Was, he? Yeah, he was. Huh? He, we had him on the show. Um, he, he still does uh, appearances and stuff. Uh, African-American gentleman who was mm. uh, not an Obama fan. Okay. Um, uh, Senate, former Senator Eugene McCarthy of yeah, Minnesota. Eugene McCarthy, terrible candidate. <laughs> Come on. This is um, a bad field. So this is how it went. Uh, Iowa caucus, Tom Harkin wins. Harkin He's, of course, won big, t- like Iowa. 76% or something. Correct. Huge. Uh, good job there. Pat, Pat has been Thank looking you. at this recently, mm-hmm. um, but doesn't have it in front of him at the moment. Then you had uh, Paul Songus won New Hampshire, uh, 33 to 25 over Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Bill Clinton won 3% in Iowa. 3. 3%. Um, the main caucus was next. Jerry Brown won it with 31%. Songus second, 29%. Clinton th- Oh uh, no! Excuse me. Uncommitted third was sixteen percent. Then Bill Clinton at fifteen. He was a pretty de- distant fourth. Yep. In so, Maine, then uh, wow. South Dakota was a heavy state for okay. Bob Kerry. Bob Kerry won forty percent. Yeah. Second place Tom Harkin twenty five. Third place Bill Clinton nineteen. Jeez. So again, he has not finished ahead. Of, what did he was second? His in New Hampshire he was, was second. His best in New Hampshire. Finish. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Colorado, twenty nine percent for Jerry Brown. 27% for Bill Clinton, 26% Paul Songus. And then finally, March 1st, you get your first Clinton win. It was actually March 3rd, Third. Uh, Georgia, okay. uh, where he had 57%. Wow. Um, right, because the 6th or 7th was South Carolina. Right? So this is Seventh, March yeah. What's that? Uh, yeah, March 3rd, where there's a bunch of states. So here's what you had on March 3rd. Colorado, 29 uh, for, uh, was not, again, not, it was Jerry Brown who won that. Georgia, Bill Clinton won with 57%. 
Uh, Tom Harkin won Idaho with 30%. Uh, Paul Sagas won Maryland with 43%. Minnesota went to Harkin, 26%. He didn't uh, even have that great a day no. on the third. Utah went to Sagas, 34 Washington went to Sagas, 32%. Um, and that's it on third. So he really only still only won one state March third. Out of the first what ten? Yeah, primaries. He Bill Clinton had won one. It's amazing. State. And then March seventh happened. There were amazing. three states. Amazing. Arizona uh, went to Sangus, and then Clinton won South Carolina and Wyoming. Uh, and then uh, March eighth mm. again, Sangus won Nevada. I mean, this is a lot Jeez, of losses for Clinton. Man, it Jeez. is. I forgot. It wasn't until March tenth where he really started cleaning up. I guess is March tenth Super Tuesday. Uh, that particular year, I think <clears throat> Maybe it, was. it was. So Florida, he won. H- Hawaii, he won. Louisiana, he won. Mississippi, he won. Missouri, yeah. he won. Then he was Oklahoma, he won. The only state that went to Sangus was Massachusetts, which, of course, he won. It was his home state. But he, he lost the first five. He won number six. He won one of the first 10 or 12 primaries. Yeah. I mean, he was not on fire yeah. until uh, March 10th. I mean, look at this. This is now, again, you, know, you say, okay, well, there you go. You might he have won. said Songus was the Trump of yeah. that race. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. Now, remember, he, here, you're, so you're way. saying, okay, so Clinton, you know, got on fire March 7th and rolled to the nomination. Not so. Uh, March, uh, excuse me, March uh, s- s- uh, 10th, which was Super Tuesday. March 17th, uh, he won two, Illinois and Michigan. March 19th, he won again in North Dakota. You're like, oh, he's on fire. He's going to roll through this. No. March 24th, Connecticut went to Sangus. March uh, 31st, Vermont went to Sangus. March, uh, or April Mm. 2nd, Alaska went to some guy at the end here. Uncommitted. (laughs) Actually, Uncommitted won that one. But second place was uh, not Sangus, but Brown. So, I mean, still at that point, he's still losing these primaries. Yeah. It's not until April... Seventh, where he really just starts sweeping the field and, and barely 7th. loses anything. Holy cow. April 7th, man. That's amazing. I mean, now part of this is we now huh. have, uh, you know, these primaries start earlier. Yeah. Everyone's in them. Everyone knows the candidates much earlier. Uh, you know, there's, there's differences in the field from 1992, but it's still pretty amazing. Still, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you, you give up hope after Iowa sometimes. It's like we had yeah. guys drop out after Iowa. Well, course, you don't necessarily need to, but I'm glad they did. Um, and it would be nice if, uh, for instance, Ben Carson would drop out. Uh, that would be a great thing right now. So, but he uh, go once again has no intention of doing that. Did he say that? Is he reinforced talked, that? Yeah, last night, yeah, he said he's not going anywhere. Kasich de- says not going anywhere. He said I'm not not Jeez, dropping man, out. That's unbelievable. So, there's an interesting theory I have about Kasich, mm. uh, and um, it's only I only believe it about twenty percent. It's only, that's, that's, how, that's how concrete I am in this. Kasich, though, is an establishment guy, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think he still entertains the idea that somehow he would win in this race. But, but let, me, let me throw it out the 20% theory here. He keeps saying he wants to stay in until Ohio, which is uh, an important state for one big reason, that it's winner-take-all, and it's the second biggest winner-take-all state except for Florida. So is it possible that he's thinking, if I stay in this thing and I'm competitive, at least I can stop Trump from getting that huge chunk of delegates, and maybe in his mind also Cruz. Um, And then I can drop out after that, because Rubio is not going to beat, is not going to beat um, Trump in in, in Ohio, most likely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, Kasich is, I think, winning, but it's close. So if Kasich says, I'm the only person who can beat 
Uh, maybe he might be in second place even in, Iowa, in Ohio. But I'm the only person in Ohio who can beat Trump. I'll stay in it, try to win Ohio, and after that realize that my campaign's over, and then maybe slide into a, a, a sweet cabinet position or a VP role or something like that mm-hmm. with Rubio. Um, but because, you know, Trump, if he can win Florida and Ohio, those two states are winner-take-all states. They're big states. And that's going to go a long yeah, way sure. from get, getting this nomination. And, and you know, you know Florida is a really good state for him. Now, Rubio is, it's a good state for Rubio, too, so there could be a competition there. Um, but, you know, the, a lot of retired New Yorkers live down in Florida. It's, it's a pretty good state for Donald Trump. So if he can win that in, in Ohio, he's pretty damn close to the nomination. So you need to have someone stop him in one of those two states, at least, and maybe that's what he's thinking. That'd be nice. I doubt it, but uh, that'd be nice. Mm. Well, it sure feels like I doubt it is the right way. Yeah, it does. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes That's why I said does. 20%, right? <laughs> I'll accept 20%. Okay, thank you. Thank I'll you. take it. Thank you, Pat. Uh, but anyway, Trump is posed for apparently his third Republican presidential nominating uh, contest uh, to win it. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, I've gotten a lot of... Uh, Facebook post from from people who were working on the Cruz campaign in Nevada. A guy emailed me yesterday who had just left, and he said his impression was, and he knocked on a lot of doors, he made a lot of phone calls. You know, and when you talk to hundreds and hundreds of people when you're there over a week or two, um, and you're talking to a, a bunch of voters every day, like hundreds of people, you do, I think you get a pretty good idea. You get a cross-section of the state. And... His impression was it's pretty well split between Trump and Cruz, was his impression. He, he, and he said, he said, first of all, Trump's supporters in Nevada are much more pleasant than they were in New Hampshire. Um, and I believe that out west, it's probably, it's probably true. But um, he also said that the Cruz support is right there, and he could barely tell the difference between them. Now, I, I don't know. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I hate to get false hope out of that from one guy's experience, but because the polls aren't showing that. The polls were, the, the last poll I saw was Trump 45, Rubio 19, Cruz 17, something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. Jeez, holy cow. Well, look, this is the best state in the West for Donald Trump by yeah. a pretty wide margin. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, uh, union state, I guess, because of the, you no, know, ca- casinos and corruption and the, uh, it's a casino. the mob ties. Yeah. And, you know, with, with Trump's mob ties, uh, it's probably a really good state. Well, you him. only say that because of the incredible amount of evidence that points <laughs> that's to that. The only reason. That's the only that's reason. The only so reason we should, be, we should be clear that it's not just, you, you're not just saying, you're not saying it because you were there in right. the room. You're no, just saying that right. there's an incredible amount of evidence. Incredible amount. And, of you know, evidence. the way, you know, certainly things like, I don't know. Uh, you know, he had lawyers that were closely tied to the mob, did dealings with mm-hmm. people who were closely tied to the mob, was able to influence government that was influenced by the right. mob, uh, you know, did things like with his father where he would, um, you know, uh, take loans instead of taking a loan the way you're supposed to take a loan, would just have his dad come in and buy $3 million of chip, uh, $3 million, spend $3 million on $5,000 worth of chips. Why is, that <laughs> yeah. wrong? why is that wrong, by the way? Why is that wrong? Why is that why wrong, is by the why way? Why is it? You're right. I don't know. I'm asking. Why is it? It's just, I don't know. There's something called huh. um, yeah. racketeering. Oh, okay. And, okay. Um, that's one thing. Now, that's, is that a real thing? Uh, what, what am I looking for? Is that it's, like tennis? Uh, government the, regulation uh, is what it, racketeering is. It's against the, uh, uh, what it is, Jeffy, is it's uh, against the, uh, uh, the, uh, the law. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The law. The law uh, that's, what, that's the word I was the groping for. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair, and it's not right. 
But uh, I'm sorry, you're not supposed to be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, Fraud yeah. also. It's a, I mean, there's a lot of things going on there that are wrong. And it's hard to choose just one. Um, but it, it's amazing that Trump was in such dire straits, and nobody cares about this, apparently. Nope. Uh, among his supporters. That's just doing business. Yeah, just he he's, a, he's a businessman. He knows how to do great business. Such dire straits his daddy had. To, he's doing such great business that he had to have his daddy come in and pay three million dollars for five thousand dollars worth of chips. Which is interesting. To bail him out. He, the only reason he had the business in the first place is because his daddy gave him money. Right. Too. That's correct. That's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> Ivan, do we have any calls? <laughs> Ivan. Ivan. Is there a number that's there a number call? that people could call? Uh, yes, Alec. Uh, it's right there in front of you. Oh, oh that's oh, interesting. That's interesting. It's interesting. You, you mean they dial these numbers in this sequence and so this phone will ring? I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm so sorry. That's interesting. All right. Well, anyway, Cruz has introduced a new libertarian-themed uh, argument in Nevada saying the federal government should relinquish ownership of land. Um, I don't know if that's new. Is that new for Ted? It's not new, although he's highlighting it more, mainly because, um, you know, the guy... It's Nevada. Well, it's Nevada, and uh, Donald uh, Trump disagrees with it. Right. And it's, yeah. it's Nevada. Well, now, why would you say that in New Hampshire? Where right. the federal government doesn't own any of the land. Right. You would say that in Nevada, where they own 65 to 80% of the land. That's where it would make sense for you to introduce that argument. Right. And, uh, you know, it's another one of those things that Donald Trump, Mr. So conservative, so incredibly conservative, he's so conservatastic. Uh, that he, he is conservatastic. Yes, that he, of course, opposes that. Conservalicious, really. Uh, should, the land should not go back. To, no. To the states. He should not send back them to the, to the, to the states because he wants them for himself. Uh, um, by the way, I, was, I asked an honest question on Twitter uh, fairly recently uh, today, which was, uh, I'd like to know from a Trump supporter, and if you happen to be one, please feel free to tweet me. What would you say the date is of Donald Trump's conversion to hardline immigration enforcement? What would you say that date is? Oh, I. What would you say? I don't even know that I was born when he, when he switched over. Well, we know in August of 2013, mm -hmm. he tweeted right. that amnesty should be done, but only after they enforce the border. So, right, amnesty, not even, born? not even like what Rubio, who who is saying it's not amnesty, it's not amnesty. Uh -huh. He was actually saying it was amnesty. Right. His word, amnesty, should be done, but only after we enforce the border. So that's August of 2013. So what is the date? Was it, August, was it like September of 2013? That would be the earliest possible date. But did he really convert that much that quickly? What, what's the date of that? I would like you to write just, just in, on a piece of paper at home, if you have it, happen to be by it. I want you to just write down the date, whatever date you think it is. Mm -hmm. And then right under that, I want you to write the date that he launched his presidential campaign. <laughs> Just put those dates right next to each other and look at them closely for a couple minutes. And think of how heartfelt you believe this viewpoint is. Because what you're going to find is something like September 2014 and April 2015 are the two dates you're going to see. Different I, years? Yeah, they're Stu? different years. They're a few months apart, I will grant you. But somehow in that uh, small percentage of, this, of his life, he w went from the guy who you would criticize till your dying breath to the yep. guy you believe is the best educated on, the, on your viewpoint on hardline. I, I was, Somehow, he mm -hmm. was able to change that much that quickly. It's unbelievable. And I was actually I was highlighting some of uh, the Matt Walsh article. I would urge you to go to theblaze.com so and read the Matt Walsh article. Uh, it's amazing. Matt goes through it all, but all the obvious, just, just 
one thing. I say this. I say this. I hate you because of all the supporters. I hate you because you said this. I don't hate that because Donald said the same thing. I don't yeah. hate that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. A, it's a very, it's excellent. We're going to go through some of it. I think tonight on Good. the TV show, I'm filling in partially for Glenn. He's got a big, a big, a lot of it's uh, behind the scenes from his uh, trip to South Carolina, which is going to be really cool. And I think he's going to be on the show as sort of a, I guess, going to be interviewing Glenn on the Glenn Beck program uh, today, which so you can kind of get the inside picture from Nevada. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another eighteen hundred dollars to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.